Greetings and welcome to The Dividing Line. It is uh, 15 minutes before I am genetically predisposed to take a nap. So, <laughs> uh, and I could really use a nap today, but I'm not going to get one um, because Rich wanted to get the bed out of the RV. I'm looking at our, our cameras on the parking lot. Can't see my truck, but I, I, can, see, I can see our RV and she's beautiful. Well, she was beautiful when I left Las Vegas, uh, but I decreased the excess population of a number of different kinds of bugs <laughs> between Las Vegas and Phoenix, which are now plastered on the front grill of the truck uh, and the front end of the RV. But other than that, she's very, very clean, very, very pretty right now. Uh, Red Rock RV Cleaners up in Las Vegas. They, they've always, I've, I've used them twice now. And what's that? Hey, why not? Uh, the, the young men do a good job and they get it done quick. And uh, uh, that young man, Robert, actually cleaned my truck, too. I didn't ask him to. I, I, OK, I asked him if he was going to walk by it with his hose to just sort of spray down the sides because I live in Arizona. I'm sorry. I've seen you guys trucks that live in places with snow. And starting November, you just give up. <laughs> Yeah, by by March, you know, it's just it's just it's just brown. Doesn't matter what color the truck is. And so you drive through that stuff. Yeah, it's that thick. Yeah. Uh, you drive through that stuff and it's just horrible. So I just asked him to he cleaned the whole truck. I mean, he cleaned. He did the. Oh, man, I'll tell you, uh, I gave him a, a good tip. He needed he needed one. Anyway, he did a good job. And so. We just removed the bed. And we're both standing there going. Man, this is small. <laughs> it is. It is. We're going to have to, yes, we're going to have to uh, um, really work on the engineering on this one to, to, to make it work. But we, hey, it's a whole lot bigger than a kitchen table. Uh, so, yeah, it'll, it'll work. It'll work. But the bed's out. And um, uh, so uh, we've, we, the bed's out. The desk that, Rich believes we need to use is in, but not assembled. And uh, did you get those cameras? Did you work it out? Okay. Uh, no. Okay. Fine. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. So we're we're waiting on someone else to get the price. Okay. So we we know which cameras we want to get, and I think you've already got lights and stuff like that, and and the little. The, the little board thing I'm supposed to learn much about, Rich is very, very happy about. He, 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 I think he lights candles to it. He thinks it's so special. So, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. So, uh, anyways, so yeah, it's sitting out front. And um, once we wrap up here, then I need to, I am almost on fumes. It's going to be tight. <laughs> uh, I need to, uh, uh, drag that baby off to storage uh, for only three weeks and then three and a half weeks on the road in May and then home for one month and then 33 days on the road in July. Well, late June into July uh, and then home for about a month, a month and a half, maybe even close to two months. And then the big trip back for G3 and uh, everything else we're going to try to tie together with that. And um, yeah, there you go. These uh, years go by fast. The Lord told us to um, work while it is yet daylight. A night comes when you cannot work. And uh, as we look at what is happening in our society, I, uh, you all have seen it. I was, uh, I am so tired it, it you know if you're going to expose your brain to MSNBC, CNN, NPR, all of the state-run um, Pravda sources, and that's what we have today. I, I know most most people don't know what Pravda was. Uh, I get it, uh, but Pravda was the state news service of the Soviet Union. Pravda means truth. And of course, that was purposeful as well, because you knew if it was in Pravda, it was not Pravda. 
That was just the whole, that was the whole point of naming it that, uh, is that everybody knew it was a lie. And when you force people to face lies on a daily basis, it, it, it dehumanizes them. Anyway, they're all, they're all part of Pravda. And I understand that on those uh, platforms, um, every aspect of transgenderism, homosexuality, gay mirage, um, pedophilia, just let's just start, let's just be honest, that's where this is going. If you actually force by public pressure and by taking over the education institutions so you have judges who are just utterly morally bankrupt. They have the, they literally have the moral formation of a junkyard dog. Um, if you force them to legally say that an eight-year-old can choose their gender and destroy their bodies so as to act on that choice, please tell me what the logical and rational argument is that you can choose your sex at eight, but you can't choose to have sex at eight. There, there is no logical or rational. That, that's the whole point. That's the whole point. That's what the, that's what the plus is. Okay. It's there. They're pushing it. And, uh, I retweeted a uh, member of the parliament in Ontario. Somebody actually jumped on me because, well, it says right there. I was going, I'm assuming this is in Canada. It had Canadian flags. But the, the bug down left-hand corner was covered in Twitter by a how many views thing. So I couldn't read it. So I said, pretty sure this is in Canada. Seemed fairly obvious, but you can't read it. There's nothing you can do about it. Someone came down on me like, ah, oh, you're just stupid. Thank you. Lovely to be on Twitter at times. Anyway, they, I, I retweeted this video of some member of parliament up there introducing a bill, probably won't pass first time, but every crazy, insane bill we're dealing with now started with some crazy, insane person introducing it and people saying it'll never pass. And then it does eventually. Um, and it's a bill to, in essence, do for um, basically pride shows, drag queen story hours, performances, et cetera, et cetera, to do for them what has been done for abortion facilities in places like England, where you know we've now seen the same woman uh, arrested multiple times for praying silently on a public sidewalk too close to one of the centers of worship of the culture of death. And so the servants of the culture of death known as the police force um, will investigate your thoughts, what you're thinking as you stand on a street corner and will arrest you for thinking the wrong things. Well, now they want to do the same thing. Uh, saying anything that would be offensive to the new uh, protected class. I, I, I've said many, many times, and we, it'd be really cool if this works out. I don't know where we are on it, but um, a fellow came up to me in Tullahoma and said there's a way to uh, digitally index via voice the dividing lines going all the way back to as much as we have. So you can do searches and it will search on the index, not of what we've typed in, you know, for a while, Rich was dutifully sitting in the other room and he was typing all this stuff in and then he just got lazy and stopped. Right. Is there anything right now keeping you from doing that? no, you just gave up on it. We were putting tags in. And that was the only way you could really do a search because the search engine isn't actually searching the descriptions. It's going on these tagged things. 
And so it's really hard to find stuff at times. And so we may have a way of doing that uh, in the future and actually be able to find this. I would be really interested when I first used the phrase Uber rights. So that'd be something that'd be really interesting to me because I started saying, oh, no, 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 2000, 2001, because that's when we wrote uh, same-sex controversy. It's almost a quarter century that I've been saying homosexuals don't want equal rights. They want Uber rights. They, they want to be a protected elite class. And I could not have imagined, even when I started saying that, when I saw where this was going, it never crossed my mind that what it would actually end up being is pedophilia, bestiality, and the utter mutilation of boys and girls, the mutilation of their bodies. Sorry, parents, I, I should have given you a warning at the top, but I was, um, I tweeted a few things last night and there was one from, I, I think it was the Netherlands. I think it was the Netherlands where th this television program uh they literally bring 10 to 12 year old kids in sit them in chairs and they they televise this and they have people come in and take their clothes off and talk about their naked bodies and then they did one with transgender people and it's all meant to normalize it's all meant to destroy any kind of moral structure or development in young people. Because what you're doing with all those young people that experience this is you're creating the next generation of voters that will make it even worse and worse and worse. It's an accelerating downward spiral uh, that results in the utter collapse and destruction of any society that um, puts up with these things and does these things. So I, so last night and Tom Buck, troublemaker from Texas, just uh, retweeted the same thing. Same tweet that I retweeted this morning. You're a little bit behind there, Tom. Come on. Um, I know the, the overall sort of slow you down, moving a little bit hand toward the, you know, the mouse and stuff like that. Um, but you know, uh, I, I, I retweeted this, this this morning. Anyway, um, here is a, well, you know, I, I could show it because there's not anything, but I couldn't play the sound because trans activists can only say two or three words without dropping an F-bomb. Um, that's just the way they are. Uh, or beating a drum or blowing a whistle or any of the other deeply intelligent activities of the um, degraded left. Um, but this is what happened with uh, Riley Gaines last night. Now, Riley Gaines is a award-winning award -winning female swimmer who actually tied in a race with, uh, what's his real name, Thomas? Uh, Will. Will Thomas. And that's what I was going to say earlier. I am so sick. I mentioned the MSNBC. Sorry, I, I, I got distracted. Even Fox News, when they talk about these people, will call him her. He's not a her, doggone it. We, th this, is, this, is, this is where we're standing. What will it take? How much will, will it take... For, how much can you lose for you to give in on this on this this issue? Because it, it it will come to the point if if God just doesn't bring this thing crashing down around our ears very very soon, it will come to the point where if you do not use the proper pronouns, you will face criminal charges. It's coming. You know that there are all sorts of people in 
the legislatures of the, the states and national level right now that would vote for that, that would vote for that, that would say if, I mean, think, think about, th- let's, let's think a scenario here, okay? Let's, let's think about a scenario for a second. I mean, this sounds, this would have sounded absolutely crazy only seven years ago. But now every single person in this audience is going to have to sit there and go, yeah. What if the government sets up an AI observation system that analyzes all webcasts, podcasts, blogs? You know it can be done. You know Google could do it. And uses AI, the same AI we would be using to index my, index the dividing line to make it easier for you to access information, makes it just as easy for them to access access information. If they want to censor and silence, they can use the same technology. So the government, the regime, not a government, they're not governing anything, they're just, the, the, the tyrants set up AI to analyze your speech. Uh, if, the, if the Chinese social credit score system becomes our system, and it will again, unless God does something amazing, um, what will happen? Well, they will look at where you go, if you attend a unapproved church, if you meet with unapproved people, they analyze your speech, and you will not be able to travel anymore. It'll start with the nice ways of traveling that they can control more easily. Um, airlines first, obviously. But eventually, the idea is you're, no one's going to be able to travel other than the elites anyway. You're going to live in your 15-minute, they call it the 15-minute city. It's actually, what's, it's a better way of putting that is a prison where you can, you're not allowed to travel anymore. You can only walk, which would be really great in Phoenix in July. Um, you can only walk a certain distance. And if you go outside the, the parameters of that, then you, you get charged and you can only do it so, so many times per year. You know, like if your mom lives on the other side of the line, you can only see her a certain number of times a year. This is already happening in Europe. They're already setting these things up. And so your your understanding, your views will determine how far you can go, how often you can go, how often you can get out of jail is basically what what it'll amount to. And... Where do you draw that line? Will you start saying she for Will Thomas? A big guy? Will you lie? Because that's what it is. It's lying. Has nothing to do with compassion. Has nothing to do with uh, pronoun sensitivity or anything like that. It's will you be, are you going to be willing to lie? Because this all goes back. I, 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 I don't know how many, how long it's, come on, spell it right. Um, I, I don't know when last time was that I reminded us of this, but um, let me remind us once again um, of this quote. Political correctness is communist propaganda writ small. In my study of communist societies, I came to the conclusion that the purpose of communist propaganda was not to persuade or convince, nor to inform, but to humiliate. And therefore, the less it corresponded to reality, the better. When people are forced to remain silent, when they're being told the most obvious lies, and I just stop for a moment, it is an obvious lie. 
that any three-year-old can recognize. You have to engage so much of your mind to twist reality into a pretzel to look at Will Thomas, to look at Mr. Levine, um, and call these people women because they're not women. And you know it, I know it. Reality knows it. Children know it. Dogs and kitties know it. The fish in your aquarium know it. When people are forced to remain silent, when they're being told the most obvious lies, or even worse, when they're forced to repeat the lies themselves, they lose once and for all their sense of probity. To assent to obvious lies is to cooperate with evil and in some way to become evil oneself. One standing to resist anything is thus eroded and even destroyed. A society of emasculated liars is easy to control. I think if you examine political correctness, it has the same effect as, and is intended to. Well, we're way past political correctness. We are in the realm of the tyrants. And... We can either make the commitment that I am going to speak in accordance with truth. And this isn't, this is not even a matter of debating about what the facts are. The facts are clear. The reality is right in front of us. Will we give in? Because all that tyrannical AI has to do is go, oh, look, this person uses the wrong pronoun. This person can no longer travel. This person can no longer have jobs. This person can no longer do any of these things. That's what's coming. And it will come in fits and starts, and there will be some pushback, probably even violence. But unless there is a major move of the Spirit of God upon hearts and souls in Western societies. Uh, this is the degradation that's coming our direction. And it is degradation. Every time one of those conservative news commentators on Fox gives in and uses and speaks lies, um, they are degraded by their so doing. And we are degraded by hearing it. Tremendous amount of degradation going on in our society right now. And so Riley Gaines, a who my understanding is she actually tied with Will Thomas in a race and they gave him the trophy so that it would look good. Yeah, absolutely humiliating. Now it's humiliating for him. First of all, he is such a bad swimmer that look, have you seen his arm length? Have you seen Michael Phelps? Okay, there is a swimmer's body. And that swimmer's body is a male body. There are incredibly fast women swimmers. But the fastest woman swimmer will be crushed by the fastest male swimmer. It's not even close. Look at the records. It's, it's not even in the, in the same ballpark. The other guy will be out of the pool and dried off if it's a long swim. And it's just, it's because of testosterone. It's because of genetics. It's because of bone structure. Uh, when, you're, when you're six foot six and have a wingspan like that, you can fly through the water if you learn how to do it. Anyway, she's speaking now. Okay, she was in San Francisco. There should have been part of the problem right there. You should realize this is a lawless city. It's a, it's a degraded city. It was once a beautiful city. Now it is a filthy city filled with human feces and drug users on the street corners and violence and theft. And God's list lifted his hand. And so she was attacked. She was literally assaulted. And then, and then basically taken prisoner in a locked room. I've seen reports that they're asking for money to let her out. 
Will anything be done to those people? No. Not in our society, not now. You're allowed to do anything. If 20 young men had tried to go in there to help her that are conservatives, they'd all be in jail. We do not have a legal system any longer in the United States. A legal system with a with Lady Justice holding the scales and a blindfold on. The blindfold is off and right across the forehead says woke. And so we've already seen it. I mean, everybody's talking about the reality of the uh, what took place in regards to Donald Trump. I am not. I am not a supporter of Donald Trump. I... And the stuff that I'm seeing turns my stomach. But no one with a functioning brain can possibly argue that he is being treated the same way that Hillary Clinton would be treated or Barack Obama would be treated or Joe Biden being treated in light of the mountain of actionable material. Can you imagine when the, the, the news came out of the millions of dollars given to the Biden family by the Chinese, if that was Trump and he was in office, how many articles of impeachment would already be making their way through the House of Representatives? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it is so painfully obvious that we have not just a two-tier, but about a 10-tier system and that there is simply no concern whatsoever any longer about doing anything about justice in our society. That's, that was innocent until proven guilty comes from the Christian worldview. And what we are seeing is when an entire society says we want nothing to do with any of that any longer. We want to throw it all out. The double standards, the hypocrisy is astonishing. So Riley Gaines assaulted for daring. Now, now it's, the amazing thing is, you know, you look at her, you look at, oh, Harry Potter, um, J.K. Rowling, uh, these are not conservatives. I mean, I don't know where, where Riley Gaines is, but J.K. Rowling is not a conservative by any stretch of the imagination. She's a feminist. But there's no room for that. These, uh, when I first saw TERF, T-E-R-F, a couple of years ago, it was like trans-exclusionary radical feminists, I think is what it was like. Um, this hatred of mankind, because that's what it is. Transgenderism is a demonic hatred of mankind. It is a demonic rebellion against how God has created us, how God has made us. And when you look, like I said, I couldn't, I can't play it because of the constant F-bombs, but these people, these people remind me of the Gadarian demoniac. And think about, think about the parallels now that I think about it. I mean, he, he was cutting himself. He was, he was really damaging himself. And that, that's exactly what transgenderism does. It is an anti-human demonic movement. Utterly opposed to all rationality, morality, ethics, everything. Everything. And yet now, these people are running free in the streets. I, I retweeted also a guy that, that, want, that went down and tried to talk to some of these transgender protesters. Not a one of them would exchange a word with him. They would either sit there and cover their faces with a transgender flag, or they'd beat on a drum, or this one guy... He just sat there with a whistle in his mouth, and every question he'd ask, he'd just blow the whistle. 
just over and over again, just blow the whistle. That there's there's no morality, no ethical formation, no maturity. These are these are children. These these are these are children who have been retarded in their development. And yet they're in adult bodies. And probably holding university positions. Um There, there is, they will not moderate. They will not back off. And there is no end to where this goes outside of the destruction of the human race. And so is this judgment? Yes. Will God use it to his own glory? Yes. But we can't see what the time frame of that is. And so we have to look at the situation and we have to be very, very clear. How far, how much will, how much will it cost you before you start referring to Will Thomas as a woman? That's the question. How much? Your job, your house, your freedom. That could never happen in the United States. Oh, yes, it can. Yes, it can. In Europe right now, there is no way I could get away with saying anything I've said so far in this program in Europe without being brought up on charges in the EU. You know that. It was what, four, four years? No, it was five years ago. I went to the Netherlands and there was sincere concern five years ago about what I was going to say about homosexuality. That was five years ago. And that wasn't on, and well, well, it was on something that they were hoping to post on YouTube eventually. And they were really, really nervous. And there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. And it's coming here. It is coming here and coming here quickly. Anyway, um, the public indoctrination system is totally sold out to this. Totally sold out. Oh, they're still good Christians. and Yeah, but what can they do? They're not in leadership. I, um, I know in, in certain local contests, progress can be made. I've got a dear friend in St. Charles. Not quite two years ago, I guess. Uh, he and his wife were dragged into the politics surrounding the school board in St. Charles. St. Charles is a very conservative area, but it's very close to borders right up against St. Louis. And so CRT and all that idiocy was flowing into the schools. And he got involved. Uh, He's very good organizer, not a community organizer, but very good organizer he was a, a salesman most of his life. He's retired, uh, but a very high-end salesman for a very large company. And he just applied his training to the local school board elections. And they got two people elected last year. And this year, they had a slate of three. And so I've been hearing about, you know, getting the signs and people tearing down signs and, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and all the things you have to do. Uh, They got all three of their people elected. And so they now have the majority on the school board for now. um, And hence can put the brakes on and say, no more of this here. Uh, But the amount of time and effort and see. Most conservatives and most Christians, we want to we want to worship God. We want to raise our children. We want to uh, basically leave other people alone outside of proclaiming the gospel to them. The other side, this is all they have. So many of them don't have children. They want to have children. Um, really hate children. Uh, so that they've got nothing. They're they're not looking. They have no eternity to even be thinking about. This is it. And so, man, they can be zealous and they can give with their funds and their money. So it's hard, very, very hard to fight back against that kind of stuff. It really, really is.
Um, but that's where it has to happen on the local level. And, uh, but the tyrants at the national level, they, they just, they simply can't allow for any, uh, any variation of that thing. So today the Biden regime, it's funny. I think it was Ducey on Fox. The way he put it was, um, you don't hear Biden talking a lot about this, but the people he's put in key positions of authority. So it's sort of like people recognize Biden doesn't spend much time thinking about almost anything. Um, but it's the, the people beneath him that are running this show. And they have uh, proposed a new rule from the executive branch that Title IX um, be used to exclude any local or state banning of transgender athletes, which is the exact opposite of what Title IX was intended to do. Title IX was intended to protect female sports. Transgender competition is the destruction of female sports. And so they're turning that law on its head, upside down. Uh, They don't care. It's original intention. They don't care. Uh, their Their only goal is to destroy and bring about the Great Reset. That's all they care about. That's where their power comes from. And they will lie, uh, deny the Constitution, do whatever they jolly well want uh, to, to accomplish their ends. That's, that's just how they are. Uh, that's how people on the left are. And there's plenty of people on the right that are not Christians and don't have much moral compass either. But anyway, those are the things we're facing. All right. Um, switching gears... I'll be honest, um, you know, today, if uh, if we were a really liturgically oriented group of people, uh, this is quote-unquote Holy Week. Um, my week has been blown away, blown away by, I mean, it, it's next Tuesday, it's getting close, it's going to get close to 100 here. I've seen 98 right now. Um, I spent Wednesday morning uh, digging that RV right there out from nine inches of snow and ice. Now, you might say, what, what do you mean? You've you got to understand, I wondered when I pulled out, I wonder how much heavier the unit was as I started down the road. Because that entire roof had nine inches of snow on it. And I got a long ways before that was all gone. I mean, a really long ways before that was all gone. I was down toward Vegas. Uh, I stopped, I don't know, maybe an hour outside of Vegas, and there was just water pouring off the top because there was still that much ice and snow that was still melting. Anyway, uh, what takes so long is the slide-outs. The slide-outs get covered with that too, and you can't just slide it in. It'll get jammed or take that ice and snow inside and it'll melt inside your unit. You've got to get it off. So I'm, I'm going from my, my whole week. This whole, People from Apologia have been out at the Mormon Easter pageant this week. And um, I haven't had a chance to go. So I'm going to get to go, Lord willing, tomorrow night after the photos. <laughs> I really appreciate how many of you listened so closely to The Last Dividing Line. Because I've seen a number of comments from, from guys especially going... Yep, you got to make it to the photo shoot when the wife when the wife wants family photos. You get family photos. That's don't don't mess with it. It doesn't matter that you've been planning that trip for the past three years. You're gonna have to cancel it when the wife wants to get family photos taken. <laughs> and we're going out in the desert, and and you know I was standing there this morning with the wife rifling through the closet going oh this would be nice oh this yeah this is good because she's obviously got her stuff picked out and so now she's picking not I, you just stand there and you go yes dear yes dear that's how you get that's how you stay married for 40 years just yes dear uh we'll we'll do whatever you say 
Um, so I've sort of lost track of what day of the week it is and, and, uh, and everything else. I think it's, I think is, today's Friday, right? Okay. It is good Friday. All right. Um, I'm, I'm watching what's going on in the parking lot here and I'm not really sure what, what it is, but anyway, um, so I'm not going to get into because because we've done it so many times in the past, and and I think a search would bring this up if if you really want to get into. And I haven't seen anybody talking about it on Twitter. I'm sure somebody is. Thankfully, I haven't been tagged in it. But if you want to get into a discussion about the day of the crucifixion and how Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's not three days, three nights. Oh, we're all getting um, we're all getting stuff stuck on our windshields right now. Uh, this is sort of weird. Uh, yeah. Well, they're leaving, so, but it's on your windshield already. <laughs> um, I thought they were construction workers, but yeah, there you go. Um, we're, we're not going to get into that today. We've, we've done entire programs. I've done stuff in response to Bart Ehrman on this thing. Um, not getting into that right now. Let's put that aside for a moment. Consider that settled. Uh, preparation day uh, is a specific name for Friday. So this is the day of the crucifixion. And it's interesting to me and appropriate, I think. I think it's appropriate as well. That... In many ways, the crucifixion, historically, we, we know when you, when, you, when you talk to people like, when you listen to people like John Dominic Crossan and, and Bart Ehrman and others, they will say that the, the, the super skeptics will say that the most certain, one of the most certain things that we know about the historical Jesus is that he died by crucifixion under Pontius Pilate. That's in our creeds. It's, it's in, it's the, it's the most basic element of the gospel proclamation and summary of the gospel in 1 Corinthians 15. But isn't it interesting that when we think of this season of the year, our primary focus is the resurrection. It's on the resurrection It's not that they're, you know, I, you have the really gory movies and stuff that just seem to uh, rejoice in the level of blood they can show in regards to the beatings and everything else. And I'm sure it was horrible, but the gospel writers don't, don't focus on that. What? What? We've been kicked off of Twitch for hateful conduct. Just got the email. And it's this show right now. Insulting an individual with a slur based on their ethnicity, asserting that another streamer is mentally inferior to their gender, claiming that another person is in danger is a danger to society because of their religion. Of course, I don't think you did any of that, but, you know, bottom line is, there we go. So there's that. Are you still recording? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to miss anything here. We'll get it up on YouTube and see if they kick us off. Oh, I want, uh, YouTube will take us out immediately. So, well, Odyssey, here we come again. I guess so. Everything goes to Odyssey anyway, so it's been collecting Well, there, there you go. But uh, Odyssey is a free speech platform. That unless you're really threatening someone, you're there free you to go. say what you want. So there you go. It is it is the dogma of a depraved society. The dogma of a depraved society. I wonder if this is other people yeah, so we're starting to get uh, people on Twitter making comments. That yep, this channel we... has been suspended. Yep. Yep. 
Well, there you go. If you say anything in accordance with Christian convictions, um, these platforms, that's it. They are sold out. They will not be fair. They have no no basis or foundation for being fair. And so if you dare say that man is a man, you're out. You can't say that here. You cannot speak the truth on Twitch. You can't speak the truth on YouTube. That's where we are. That's where we are. That's what we're up against. Wow. That's, um, that's amazing. Well, okay. Um, let me uh, try to refocus here briefly, and we will get this up on Odyssey. And, uh, you know, those, the, the options are, are getting fewer and fewer. Because this nation has been given over to its own self-destruction. To its own self-destruction. The shame that should be theirs. The shame of whoever wrote that email. The shame of the person that reported it. May not happen in this life. But it will happen. See, they don't believe in a future day of judgment. Every Christian does. Every Christian does. And I am not ashamed to say, that's a man, that's a woman, God made them that way, and it's good. The shame is on you for daring to say that God doesn't have the right to make men and women as he pleases, and as he has revealed that he has. The shame's on you, not on me. Yep, that's, that's what we're up against. That's what we are up against. So very briefly, since I started, um, one of the thoughts I've had over the years in thinking about Resurrection Sunday, all the events going on, was what it was like from Friday night to Sunday morning. The, the gospel writers don't invent, invest much time there. In fact, both Matthew and Luke just actually use a subclause to describe the crucifixion, and, and they crucified him. They don't, they don't exalt the gore or anything like that. But then there isn't a whole lot of discussion of what must have seemed like one of the longest periods in their entire life. How long could they sleep? Could they eat? What was it like? We call it Good Friday because we know the end. But it was dark, black Friday. And dark, black Saturday. For the apostles. What? incredible confusion. It's real easy for us. We, we can look backwards. We're looking back from post-resurrection and we've got all this stuff in the gospels where Jesus was talking about these things, but they were obviously completely confused by it. They, they had their traditions. And when your traditions are challenged, it becomes truly uh, how do you put it? Disconcerting. It, 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 it jumbles everything up. They didn't know. How could they even look at the future? How could they have hope for the future? They were just simply left in the dark during that period of time. And yes, when Jesus rises from the dead, <laughs> slow to believe. But that's where most of us are. Slow to believe. They could not have imagined what was coming. They could not have imagined the appearance of the Lord amongst them, the joy that was going to be theirs, the light that would come from everywhere. So the darkness, much of it, must have been very, very deep. 
on this day and the next day. Long, long nights of introspection, disappointment. We know from the disciples in the road to Emmaus that we had thought he was the one. What deep disappointment was theirs that was not going to last for very long, but during that time period. And I, I think it's good for us to remember that because it's really easy to rush past that, go straight to John 20, Jesus appears, Thomas, you know, all, all the rest of that stuff. But we all face those dark nights of the soul. We all face them. And it's nice to know, it's helpful for us to realize that there were that the men who walked with Jesus face the same thing. God brought them through. He'll bring us through as well. Someone uh, just texted and said, they're rather prophetic given what you had said just minutes before. And it's true. I mean, we recall in that one. I even said, let's think about <laughs> what if the regime developed AI and started doing, and boom, and I said, it's already here. Well, there you go. It's already here. That's what we're up against. And so how long did we get to, to, to use that? Six, eight months? There you go. Um, six to eight months. And boom, gone. Yes, sir. I've been here. Um... It's Oops, nice wrong. to put my pretty picture yeah, up wrong there. Fill there. Let's uh, get that in there. All <laughs> right. So a lot of folks are giving us advice of all the different places that we need to go to to get you know, freedom and all these different places. Look, I did a lot of research on this. Uh, Rumble, yeah, Rumble's got great reputation. The problem is Rumble is a Canadian company. And so Rumble's existence, and they're also on the NASDAQ. Uh, their existence under this kind of environment, it may be a good place to go now, but when you're talking about all the work that goes into moving everything that you've got over on YouTube that we've been doing for years over to another platform, it's extremely laborious. Mm -hmm. And we've been working on that, goodness, I think uh, well over a year, because we got our strike, our first strike on YouTube in December of 21. So... My research found that Odyssey is not the most robust platform, let's say that. But the fact of the matter is there are a bunch of libertarians, and they have a setup on a blockchain that, you know what? Unless you're a threat, a physical threat to someone else, they're not going to mess with you. And so we're going to continue to work with Odyssey and see if we can't make that function as best as we possibly can. If we think that, uh, you know, but I mean, you didn't say anything about, you know, COVID today. No, no. But <laughs> but here we are. Here matter. we are. You're not allowed to criticize those subjects anymore because nope. that's politically incorrect. And Twitch has finally stood up and said what they're going to say. And so yep. here we are. Yep. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, self-fulfilling prophecy, but not surprising at all, is it? Everything I was saying, the thought experiment and everything else, there, there it is. There it is. So anyways, all right, enough of that. Um, we'll uh, figure out, I don't know what the live streaming issue is going to look like in the future. Let me, let me address that here because I'll switch over to uh, uh, this and do... you got to uh, be faster than this. Man. I you gotta, know. You're supposed to be good at this. Yeah, well, it, they kind of caught me off guard. You're supposed to be a professional. I mean, I mean you know, they, they caught uh, come me off on. guard. How many... There's this one button that says Rich on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more than one button on this. But um, uh, Odyssey has a live stream feature and that they've been trying to... That's what I meant when I say it's not the most robust platform because their live stream... Still had, the last time we did a live stream with them, still allowed a lot to be desired. But they've been working on it. They're not the richest guys in the block. 
Yeah. And so they're doing what they can to try to build their platform. And the more things like this happen on a platform like Twitch or on YouTube, people are going to keep going to Odyssey and they're going to eventually build up. So, you know, like I said, I've done my research on it. I think of all the places that we most likely will be able to survive long term, that's one of them. It can't be the only one, but that's my best guess. And so, you know, um, a lot of people said that Twitch isn't going to put up with us for very long. They put up with us a lot longer than a lot of people thought. Yeah. But, uh, you know, today. That was it. That was that. And, and I could appeal it. I don't know. I, I don't think that's worth doing. If they're going to pull the trigger on it at this point in the middle of a live stream, yeah. why? Why? Yep. Yep. Well, there you go. We will uh, let folks know via the uh, app uh, where to find us next week because one of the things I wanted to do after Resurrection Sunday um, was to delve into I've had uh, this morning uh, Tony Arsenal on Twitter uh, said if you haven't listened to the Trinity lecture by Mike Riccardi from the most recent Shepherds Conference take time make time today to do that it is by far the clearest and most straightforward explanation and refutation of EFS error and the various errors of the theology proper errors I have no idea what theology proper errors are being propagated by James White, uh, Owen Strand, and others from the GBTS Seminary School of Thought. Now, that is really muddled. I have no idea what it actually is attempting to say. Um, But as I listened to the presentation, it did seem to me that in the first half hour, there were a number of statements that minimally suggested that they were aimed my direction could have been interpreted otherwise, but are being interpreted in this way. And so it was my intention already after resurrection Sunday to spend some time going through at least that first half hour. Now the the next portion of the presentation is against EFS and just one more time for the slow folks. I don't believe in EFS. I've never held EFS. I've never promoted EFS. I've argued against EFS. Um, And yet people just don't seem to get it for some reason. I'm not sure why. But the last, after the first half hour, that was the focus was EFS. Now, it, it wasn't, you know, I think EFS needs to be argued against biblically, primarily, rather than from certain theological or philosophical presuppositions, but be it as it may, um, that can't be about me because I don't believe in EFS and don't promote EFS. But there were a number of statements that were made beforehand uh, about uh, webcasts and things like that that I'd like to look at uh, fairly and respectfully. uh, And if they were intended to provide a proper context uh, to help the conversation move forward in a biblical, on a biblical foundation. Um, I think that would be uh, helpful. And we'll, we're planning on doing that. Just don't know where the live stream will be available. <laughs> we will. Uh, it'll be on Odyssey, according to Rich. So um, there you go. And uh, unless you get booted from there too. Um, but I can't imagine that anybody uh, would have any problem with a program we would do in regards to inter-Trinitarian discussions. Uh, But you can see now not only the childish sensitivity of these advocates, these transgender, they, they have the mental development of children. And see, your three-year-old will keep running in and saying, mommy, 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 somebody did this. And that's where they are. They are stuck there. They cannot live with the idea that there's someone saying something somewhere that would offend them. And they will run to anybody and scream, help me, help me, help me. 
Um, that's <laughs> it's amazing. It's really amazing. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Lord willing, we'll see you somewhere next week. Thanks for watching. Those of you who were able to, we'll see you. God bless. <laughs>